They say life is all about asking the big, important questions. Thirst traps and thirst straps. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just leave that to whatever imagination. They don't have to know. But for this podcast, asking just isn't enough. Now that I'm all drunk and shit, I can't. What am I supposed to do? A writer and a streamer. Can we have a description of badass bitches? Review badass bitches. A robotic weeb. Goblin on that side dick. Do what I want. You can't tell me what to do. A quiet genius. I tried to build a particle accelerator in my backyard. How'd it go? It failed. I ran out of those bridge magnets. A beloved co-host. This episode has now been ruined for me. Inexplicably two lawyers. Live from all over. It's binge-worthy. I'm going to burn you like I burned that goddamn duck, Donald. And the host that has no choice but to keep them all together. The fact that we're still doing this is just a testament to how little sanity we all have left. Each week we gather to answer the most important question of them all. Is it... Binge-worthy. Ow, fuck my ass! All right, Steve. Steve, uh, we, we have to address it now. You brought it up. Because Joe Dante actually came out on Twitter and started, like, <laughs> fucking giving people shit for this. Oh, excuse me. Fuck that That's guy. a lot of... What now? Fuck that guy. So, uh, Joe Dante, the guy who directed uh, Gremlins 1 and 2, <laughs> has gone on Twitter uh, to say that Yoda, Baby Yoda, is a ripoff of Gizmo. And, has like, literally, like, forced... that Yoda exists? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has, but, like, I mean, I don't know. Just like, Baby Yoda is, is Gizmo with RTX on. You say he's a ripoff of off of Gizmo. Yes, that, that, I'm not saying that. This is what Joe Dia, Joe Dante, the director of Gremlins, Gremlins. What the fuck, Gremlins and Gremlins too. Matt, you're really coming in hot here. I'm always hot. Are you wow. fucking silence? Wow, I'm I, trying to I, work I, on my self esteem. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> Just for a second for me. Just for a second. Mouth wide open. Angry eyebrows. Um. Yeah. Wait. No, I'm sorry. I just got distracted by the fucking like the the shit posting. No. When are you not distracted by the shit posting? Don't look we at it. Steve to find a beautiful picture of space that somebody Steve, has turned. You're such a star fucker. Into that. <laughs> uh, welcome to Bingeworthy, everybody. Uh, I am I am so glad to be here with all of you wonderful people. It is a fantastic. Matt, the world wants to know your opinion of Rob Zombie's monsters. Uh, I I think Rob Zombie is entirely overrated. I haven't liked like he thinks he's a good director. He's not. House of a Thousand Corpses was okay. Mm. I, I'm sorry. I just like I, his Halloween wasn't good, nor the Halloween sequel. Well, I, I beg to differ. I think that was a cinematic masterpiece. Really? Okay. As, why? As good as as good as Eight Mile. If not better. <laughs> okay, like eight, but eight, eight miles an Oscar-winning movie. You think you think Rob Zombie is is worthy of Oscars? I think so. 
What Oscar would that, Rob- for that year? For that year. Okay, what year was it? I don't even know. <laughs> I have to go back and look. <laughs> why are we why are we diving into this? I don't know. I just wanted to see where we could go with it. That's fine. Listen, I'm 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 all for it. I'm just if you're gonna defend Rob Zombie, you better have some like actual information here for me. Yeah, I know. Here, and I, I know he put his wife in like I think she was in a house of a thousand corpses. Dragula is a banger. Dragula is a banger. It, it was stuck in my head as you guys were talking about it. Space Jam? Dragula? Yes. Oh. Dragula. I mean, it's one of the first songs that I taught my child to headbang to. No, that is actually a good one to headbang to. Yeah. That's literally all the video is. <laughs> it's not, you're not <laughs> wrong. I'm standing all right. in arms akimbo. We're ready to go. All right, good. You're well, standing I'm... akimbo? Arms akimbo. What does arms akimbo mean? Like I know guns akimbo is like you, you know you're you're doing uh, it's like hands at your sides, like it's like it's like you're hip checking somebody. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we've learned something. Steve is currently standing. That's true. Oh. Now, we, but do we know if he's at a standing desk or is just like stands in front of his computer for no reason? I hope he's like standing in front of his computer, like you know, the like mid forties dad watching like the last 20 minutes of something on TNT on a Sunday afternoon. I have no less than <laughs> three, three coffee books open in front of me. One of Legos. Ooh. One of Where's Waldo. And the other one of Mad Magazine. Nice. Is, is, is Where's Waldo a coffee table book? I consider it a coffee table. No. Book. Like, yes. absolutely. It's a classic no. conversation piece. <laughs> Great conversation piece. I have flipped that book. I don't know how many times it should not be on a coffee table. I mean, what? Like, do you really spend that much time looking for Waldo? Like, is it? You know, I, I feel like a coffee when table is I a good place it, for yes, it. Yes, I did. My face was all up in that book when I couldn't find. it. I was like, "Fuck this!" Damn, that bastard. Yeah. Where was he going? Like, why was he just always traveling? Did he not have anywhere to, like, you know, have anything to go back to? How did he afford to travel all that place? You never see him working. See, I think it's more uh, trying to teach children how to pick people out of a lineup for, like, stranger danger purposes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, which one of these pedophiles is the one that was following you? What do you mean? Uh, Did they grow up under a rock? I... Somebody t- just went, stranger danger doesn't exist. You're not supposed to teach kids to be afraid to walk to school. And I'm like. No, teach, you're d- supposed to teach them to be aware. Uh, yeah, I'm like, they're, they're not saying report every adult that happens to, like, exist. Just don't get into the creepy one's van. First of all, like. that's fun that's fantastic thank you steve but see the fact of the matter is you know that means you recognize it Uh, it's like a reverse spider-man when he's pointing at himself (laughs) it's like looking into the mirror anywho um fuck i lost my train of thought we're talking about where's waldo well, Stranger, uh, Waldo, Stranger Danger. 
Yeah, so like someone did believe. In first of all, danger. but who walks to school anymore? Like, I feel like that went out years ago. Like, you don't know walks to the school. I don't know. I don't go to school anymore. <laughs> I haven't gone in a while. Sean, does your kid walk to school? Uh, no, he goes to school seven miles from our house. So oh, yeah, really uh, yeah cool. a lot of schools aren't close enough to most residential locations for it to like be feasible. If he went even. to public school, he could walk to public school. I wouldn't let him walk by himself at this point because he's only six. But if he were like nine and that's fair and there was no metal detector to detect the large pocket knife I gave him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I always walked to school, but I was always walking to school armed. Yeah, that's very with true. A, with, with a stick or also with a very large pocket knife? It depends on the well, it, it, it evolves. <laughs> it often sticks. Um, at one point, there is some rebar. Uh, there is this large chunk of metal that we pulled out of the creek. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's uh, literally whatever he could find on the way to school. A little, little more advanced was the butterfly knives. Uh, you know, you got to have your implement so you can play five finger fillet at recess. Oh, yeah. And also, like, There's cut somebody game. if you need to. Yeah, that was before, like, they was really strict about, like, you know, if you if you were seen with a knife at school, you would have been expelled immediately. Now they'd just be like, give me the knife. That's stupid. You can't have that. Today it would be like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? And he was a new psychologist. No, I mean, Jesse and I literally walked home from school once uh, carrying this like 40 pound hunk of metal that we found in the creek uh, on some rebar. Like we, there's like a hole in it and we stuck the rebar through the hole and we put it on our shoulders and we just kind of walked home like that. <laughs> Why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> That's fair. All right. I don't know where this is going, so I'm going <laughs> to abruptly change that. Do we do do we ever know where this is going? Sometimes, sometimes there's there's ways to segue. This this, this time, that's nah, got knee break. See, you He's always say break this, and then somehow we say. I have a response to, to Steve's people. books. I have some okay. books for me as well. Oh, okay. So what's yeah? Let's do this. What's your coffee table book, Sean? These are not coffee table books because I'm sitting in a corner of my bedroom. However. Uh, Within arm's length reach, I have American Psycho by Brett Easton Ellis. Mm -hmm. I have Faust with full German and translation to English on the other side. <laughs> this lovely little number, Die kleine Lappe Nimmestadt, which is the hungry little caterpillar in German. <laughs> is this Why how you're teaching Max specifically? German? Specifically, uh, uh, oh, I didn't realize you were teaching Max German. Okay, that might explain it. Well, he actually, uh, he, he used to know more than he does now because who would read to him in German. She was not reading Faust as far as I know. That came from me. <laughs> oh, you were reading not Faust quite, to your son. Not quite that advanced of vocabulary. <laughs> Sean, have you read Faust to your son? I just, I, I need to know for science. I read Faust to your son. It's a legitimate question. He's talking about reading German to his son. He had a Faust book on his desk. Fifth. Fair enough. Fifth. All right. I won't. I won't ask. <laughs> Do cats even like pizza? 
they shouldn't eat pizza. No, it's the fact that there's a light in there that they're interested in it. It's fair. It probably smells good. Shiny. <laughs> um. All right. So announcement time for everybody. Oh. Uh, our next live show will be August second, the first Tuesday in August. So that I gives us just enough time phone, to so prepare. I don't fuck it up this time. Yeah, it is a Tuesday this time. We, we I checked. Make sure it's Tuesday. <laughs> Make sure it's Tuesday. It it's is a high. Tuesday. Tuesday, August second. It'll be right before Bullet Train. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I just want—I don't know—I don't have any other follow-up announcements now, but you know, <laughs> tune in. Yes, Nala, exactly. No, yes, Nala, absolutely. Um. Yeah, that was my big announcement. I, I, I guess I expected more. I'm sorry. I didn't big, just... No, I'm excited. I just wanted to put it in my phone so I don't fuck it up when I tell my <laughs> Twitch chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, it's it's the real day this time. Be, be, because my poor Twitch chat put up with me saying like three different dates on the lead up to the last live episode. <laughs> That's, That's fair. Listen, we're, we're, we're experimenting with, you know, now the, this, this uh, time for the second go around, we're going to tell people the correct date on the first go around. So Hooray. we'll see if that in, improves things. Did you make a be right back screen? I will have a be right back screen for uh yes for this live event. We'll have our logo soon for the other surprise too. Ooh, very Ooh. nice. Okay, I like it. Or at least the mock up for for internal review, so to speak. Yeah, I got to show you guys the mock ups I've done for season three of Bingeworthy. Cool. So we can decide what uh, what streaming service we're gonna rip off next. Satire is covered in fair use. I I Satire I, just, I can still say rip off. I can still say rip off. Mm-hmm. I got some thoughts. Too bad. Yes, Mickey. Mickey. Yes. What? <laughs> she said, "Too bad." What are your thoughts, Mickey? First off, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Come here and throw hands, mouse. No. <laughs> I'm an ageless, immortal mouse. Why would I trifle with the likes of you when I could send any of my billions of soldiers after you to burn your house down and kill your family? He also owns Ms. Marvel, so I'd be nice to him. Um. Also, uh, Mickey, no, are you... People. Mickey, are you... <laughs> Are you trying to cover up the fact that you have tiny, tiny hands under those obno- uh, obnoxiously big gloves? Is that what this no, is about? I'm a mouse. <laughs> so you do have a. So you do so have tiny have hands tiny under hands, those gloves, but they're anatomically correct. Correct, because I'm a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're not. So you're not trying to cover anything up. Why the gloves are so massive? Holy shit! You're shaming me based on my appearance. Yes, correct. Wow. <laughs> wow! 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 I, I've been ashamed. Owen, ashamed. Owen Wilson's wow, but put it in Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I think I own him. Do you? Uh, yeah. I mean, he was on. He was on the, that show. What has Owen Wilson done lately? Aside uh, from Loki, on, uh, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, wow. Oh yeah, that Jennifer Lopez movie. Where she like randomly marries him in the audience? Yeah, apparently. That's so fucking uh, stupid. She was supposed to marry her boyfriend. He cheated on her, and then she's like, "I'm gonna marry you." 
he did Night at the Museum in post-production. There's a new Night at the Museum? Yeah, it's called Kamura Rises Again, 2022. Again? Kamunra. Yeah. Kamunra. I I also might be butchering it. But it's not going to be the same. Well, you can't... I mean, they they could, like... I mean, if if it's owned by Disney, they're probably gonna fucking recreate Robin Williams, right? Make yeah, me- I mean, we've already done it. I don't know if they're gonna. Bother He's ready that. to go. Currently, <laughs> the cast includes Rami Malek, of course, Owen Wilson, he, he. Uh, Skyler Gisando, Tenzing Who? Norgay Trainer. Wait, where's Ben Stiller? Not listed on IMDb at the very least. Uh, Ricky Gervais, Steve Coogan, and David Hornsby. So everybody but like the 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 guy who you know the the Not guard. Ben Stiller. Yeah, isn't he kind of like the? He he's the he's the. Star. It's entirely possible that the. Let's bear in mind it's been a long time since Night at the Museum started. It's entirely possible that they're going with the. <laughs> His son has taken up the mantle of being the night guard angle. Ooh. Hasn't been that long. The kid is a genius. Why would he be a night guard? Because, because he got to watch his dad broken. work in a museum where everything fucking came to life. That's that right. might make me stop caring about about school. If I had a museum yeah. I could go to where everything just if came I, alive. If, if I could go work at a museum where I can play fetch with the T-Rex skeleton. Yeah. I might just not do anything else ever. It's a good point. It probably ruined his life. That's why he's a night guard at a museum. Another one bites the dust. Maybe he maybe he's bitter. Maybe he's bitter about how his life has been ruined. But by also, all the first night enough. at the museum was in 2006. So, I mean... Don't say that. I'm on another year. That was 16 years ago. Why would you, why would you say that to me? I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that movie. <laughs> Back in the day. Which was a Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> which was, was a Wednesday. Wednesday. It's always. Whenever you say back in the day, it's always a Wednesday. Um... Owen Wilson is apparently also going to be in the upcoming Haunted Mansion slated for 2023. Didn't they already release a Haunted Mansion movie? Yes, with yes. Eddie Murphy. With, with Eddie Murphy and like, and then there was another one that was a Muppet Haunted House movie on Netflix with uh, Will Arnett. Yes, but, the, but this is Disney again. Disney. Aren't they all Disney? I don't know, I don't know if Disney has the Muppets one. Let's see. Yeah, they oh, own I'm sorry. Jim they Henson. Do. Yeah, yeah, I own all of them. <laughs> well, then, Mickey, where, why where are you are releasing you? Haunted Mansion again? Was the Muppets not good enough for you? Because kids are stupid and they forget I already made that movie. Next question. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. I, well, here's the thing. Kid, kids have a short attention span slash memory, depending on how much they care about a thing. Sure. But let's be honest. It's going to be the Disney adults that go to see the Haunted Mansion yeah, those people Remake? are freaks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it, not I wrong either. It's been remade already. It's a ride, all right. Let's 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 let's, let's fucking cut through the shit here. It's just like Pirates of the Caribbean. Hey, it was just a ride. It was a game. There, too. there will also absolutely be people that'll go just because Danny DeVito's in it. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I mean, Danny DeVito is, is he a national it? treasure. Is he DeVito is he, or is he like a voice? He is in it as a college history professor. Yes. <laughs> so the cast for that one is uh I always pronounce this lady's name wrong and I feel so bad about it. Rosario Dawson. So you uh, right. Is that how you say okay? I feel less bad now. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Rosario Dawson is said. correct. Uh Tiffany Haddish, Danny DeVito, uh Lakeith Stanfield, Kurt Yu, Chase Dillon, Suzette Lange Lange? I don't know. So Alicia Davis playing a priest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wendy Conrad, uh, Walter J. What Martin. happened to Luke? Luke was better than Owen. He's much no. more talented. No, people um, recognize Owen before Luke. I know, but it's Luke is a better it's actor. A it's a push. I mean, Idiocracy. What, what's, a what's Luke been up to? What has uh, Owen Wilson done that is as good as Idiocracy? I don't know. Richard Nash, wow. Chad Crumley, Stephanie Kidd, oh, Scott Anderson, Stargirl. Joseph Miller. Yikes. Stargirl? I don't even remember that. Uh, it, that? it was, a was DC not show. great. Oh. I mean, why are you going to make a Stargirl show? Nobody even really recognizes Stargirl. Out of all the DC characters, you're going to do Stargirl? Really? Well, here's the thing. I can't make that criticism because one of my things with DC is I keep saying stop making fucking superman and batman shit and grab anybody fucking else from your lineup which in making a star girl show they technically did so i would be a hypocrite to say why did you have star girl for that reason dr fate i choose dr fate over star girl anyhow it it also wasn't well executed DC, for Wait, some odd reason, like just doesn't Dr. do Fate. well with live action things, in my opinion. Who's doing Dr. Who's who's uh, playing Dr. Fate? No, I'm I just saying I would, I would prefer to watch a Dr. Fate TV show over Stargirl. I don't think is it actually happening? No, I'm just no. saying I've, I've literally pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> well, now I want to know. <laughs> Oh, is Dr. Fate Maybe. showing up in Black Adam? I have no idea. I'd be surprised. Make sure you grab the right Star Girl, by the way, Matt. Um, the one in question was on the CW, which might explain some mm. things. Oh, Pierce Brosnan's playing Dr. Fate in Black oh, no, Adam. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Man, Pierce Brosnan's a great James Bond. One of the cool things about Dr. Fate is anybody can be Dr. Fate. Goldeneye was a great movie. I don't think the rest of them were that great. Well, um, one of his that's one of his better movies, that's for sure. He was a good James Bond. Uh, he, he was, was fine. <laughs> He's no bad. Out of all the James Bonds, he was one of them. <laughs> that is a very true statement. He, he existed. <laughs> he numbers, he, uh, you know. Among the James Bonds, Crystal, did you uh, play Stray yet? Ooh. No, I I went to install it this morning, and it still was not available for install. So I had to mark it to install while I was at family dinner. So I will I probably sorry. be playing it tonight after we record. And no, don't ask me about my sleep schedule. Shut up. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just finally fixed my sleep schedule. I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to start getting up early and doing stuff. 
probably not going to happen. But like I got up at eight today and I was like, oh, my God, I'm awake. It was weird. I woke up at like three this morning. So. So you're going to stay up again all night to play a video game when you got up. Yes, at 3 because I took a nap for lunch. And a short nap meal, after work. The meal champions. <laughs> you know, like you're still I have eat actual food to to be fair. Stuff sleep debt. You know, you can't get that back. Just like technical debt. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Roger that. <laughs> he couldn't say it out loud. Oh, no, it's coming on court. He never said a quiet thing out loud. What's the uh, what's the drink of choice? Today? Is it a Manhattan? No, straight it's just great. Mad respect. Mad respect. There's no child in my house. Ooh, where is child? Child is at his grandparents. He's going to Colorado tomorrow. Oh. What's the occasion? Does it is matter? there a holiday? I'm just, I don't I, I don't I'm just trying to make conversation. My God. It's it's so accusatory. Break. Oh shit, it is summer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we're summer. in the middle of July. Good observation. Matt. Proud of you. Mm-hmm. So he's going to Colorado for five days. Colorado. What are you doing uh, with yourself? Drinking, uh, apparently. <laughs> drinking is the start. And then uh, hydrating and getting in my car. Uh, going to see Daisy, as they say. Um, and then working and going to see Daisy and then working <laughs> and then going to Austin. Going Texas, Austin, Austin, Texas. Texas. Oh, I heard hospital. I was like, wait. Oh, no, it's very possible I'll end up in the hospital. What do you have to do after Austin? End up in the yeah, hospital? Well, I was talking to Steve. I was like, you know, like, he's like, what are you going to do in Austin? I was like, well, we're probably going to sit by the pool and make fun of Texans. And I was like, that's the, that's the place you got to do it because then you can see if they're packing or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah at the pool, there's thing. nowhere to conceal, right? Like, yeah, because the state's fucked. So, well, yeah. There's also no, you know, how, how is your is your power grid working yet? Oh, we've had no outages <laughs> here so far. No, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they were brilliant in doing that so that they could secede from this country at any given point and wouldn't have their power shut off. Yeah, it's brilliant. Totally brilliant. Especially mm-hmm. since it's, it's totally, totally weatherized. Really big brain they're using there. Galaxy brain. Yeah. Our our governor's clearly uh taken a step in the right direction and I mean that very playfully cuz he doesn't take steps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um Fuck that guy. So, sometimes I'm binge-worthy. Just tell <laughs> We're mostly a conspiracy uh, you cut out in the middle of that for me, sir. You're okay, muted. Oh, another mic. Oh, no. Oh, no. The flat earthers got him. Oh, no. So what Matt was trying to say was sometimes on Binge Worthy, we watch television programs. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh. Huh. Why are they called programs? Anyone? Hmm. Hmm. Before my time. Yeah. 
Steve? Genius, what's the answer? Uh, is it because atheists are prohibited from holding public office in eight U.S. states? That is uh, correct. We are. That's probably. Oh my God! Who is that person? <laughs> an atheist. An angry Stranger atheist. Stranger danger. If you want me to go away, I'll go away. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I uh, feel like I knew this fun fact before, and I no longer remember it. Matt, do you remember why TV shows are called uh, are television programs? <laughs> Television programs? I don't know. I, I I mean I like saying program, but I don't know. Pilgrim. Etymology? Is is, is there an etymology for it? When you see a play, you get a. Play. I mean, if I had to guess, it's, it's similar to just the fact that like it used to have. Well, not even used to. It still has to be programmed for when like it plays as opposed to ads, et cetera, et cetera. Hey Alexa, why are they called television programs? According to an Alexa Answers contributor, telly is derived from Greek to mean distance or far. Vision comes from Latin and means sight. So Alexa, far sight. you're fired. Dad <laughs> Zooks. I better update your resume. Wow. She's been mouthing off to me all fucking day. That <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Okay. Fucking bitch. Okay, a television show is also called television program in the United Kingdom. That doesn't enough. tell me why. <laughs> well, either way, we We're watch closer. them sometimes. Yeah. We still use it, just over over, over the seas. Um, the sea. And the uh, choice tonight is between myself and Crystal. So oh, let me let me so get out of anime for... versus a comedy. Doesn't have to be a comedy. I was going to go with Breaking Bad, but I oh. I got into a fight with someone about what episode to watch. That wasn't a fight. All right, no, it was a discussion. Absolute <laughs> downgrade. I guess it was Sean. <laughs> we had a discussion. Like it's. I, I told know. him why he was wrong. And I won. <laughs> and like a lawyer, he will say that he won. Oh. I wasn't there for the conversation. Just so as a quick disclaimer a for those playing the home if game. We don't. If we don't. If we say it's not binge-worthy, you're gonna cancel binge-worthy. Yeah, probably. But I don't know if I'm gonna do yeah. uh, Breaking Bad yet. So I, because I well, have so to decide a new question, episode. So here's my question, Matt. Because I just rolled the dice, and I know I jumped the gun on that. Yeah. Well, do I you want to, do to end? The season on Breaking Bad. Oh, that's a good idea. We or could end the end season the on Breaking Bad. Okay. E either way. <laughs> All right. Coming back. Hmm. <laughs> you should do Malcolm in the Middle. I love Malcolm. You should in swerve the and do Malcolm in the Middle. The <laughs> oh, We're man. gonna do Breaking Bad, and then Matt just pulls up Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I mean, technically, there is that whole theory, and then they did they did shoot the ending. Uh, where he wakes up in bed with uh, uh, oh my god what was her name Did you, do you not remember this Sean no, I think he's laughing because he does it's <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> oh, oh well no! <laughs> 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 
Oh, not many South Park fans I see. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Anywho. All right, well, we're going to end the rotation with Breaking Bad. Then, Crystal, what are we watching tonight? <laughs> um, so you remember that show that I was telling you about the other day? It was kind of heavy. Psychopaths. Oh, kind of. Yes. Okay. So we're going to watch that. It should be available. If it's not on Hulu, then I can give you my Crunchyroll login. All right, hold please. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell everyone what we're watching and what episode, what it's about. Go. Well, I'm pulling uh, it up. Well, we'll be watching episodes one and 11 from season one. Um, but basically, futuristic society where they have somehow determined a coefficient by which to judge whether or not somebody is likely to commit a crime in the near future which has then been developed into a system to be a kind of predictive slash preventative quote-unquote police system however there are a bit of flaws in the system but first things first basically they have drone robots that are kind of meandering around town and will passively scan passers-by to make sure that their crime coefficients, their psychopaths, as it were, uh, is within a certain range to determine that, yes, they are fine to operate within society, which has inadvertently led to a higher stress level because now you're freaked out whenever you see the drones and, God forbid, it scans you and says that that you have a high psychopath. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) In Steve's defense, he didn't make that one, but it is a very good meme. It is a good one. Um, one. Now, some things to note about this. There there are still standard police in this universe. However, the series focuses on the specialized task force for those with exceptionally high crime coefficients who actually go on basically crime binges because they've either been signaled out for having a high psychopath and snapped or um, are just in general routine criminals and have a high psychopath amongst this special task force are basically special private investigate not private investigators specialized detectives and um does this ex- is it um sub or dub by the way matt uh we got sub and dub okay so we'll, we'll want sub um done the I also would like to point out that I'm very happy that when you type in psychopath into Hulu, the third result is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Just saying. Good. All right. <laughs> they um, are all psychopaths. Psycho Pete. <laughs> Did you spell psycho killer? Psycho- oh, psychopath. That's what it's called. Oh, I, yes. <laughs> um, the, the specialized detectives, specialized task force, has almost in like a Hannibal type situation access to criminals who will never basically not be free to do whatever they want um, to help catch those that they're called in for. So one of them uh, is actually ironically enough, an ex detective that then Mm. his psychopaths 
like cleared the the crime coefficient marking and has since then been marked to just be one of these type of like Hannibal situations of help us catch the bad guys because that's the only use that you're really good for anymore as far as society is concerned. Cool. So someone watched Hannah, uh, someone sounds of the lambs and watched minority report and said, let's and, and kind of mash anime. the ideas together. Potentially. <laughs> I, I would need Synergy. to look at release dates for things, but yes, 2002 was minority report. Um, I will give fair warning Uh-oh. that this is, this does delve into like heavy concepts of some more serious crimes. Um, like episode one personally kind of annoys me, but mm-hmm. it but, is so why good. did you choose it? Because it, it's one of the few pilots I feel that does a decent job at kind of giving you an idea of what's going on. All right. Also, season two is way more gruesome. Uh, yes, that too. <laughs> oh shit! Well, that answers my question because, like, I'm going to assume that everybody else in the room has never heard of the show, aside uh, from Steve, Sean, yeah. and Knight. Oh, uh, feel free to jump in if you have. But Steve, what are your thoughts on this show? I watched the first season. I've watched the second season. I've watched the movie. There's a movie too. Yeah. Yes. Actually, the movie's really good. Um, Did it star Tom Cruise and come out in 2002? No, no, no. But no. This, this movie has uh, the, the 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 actually the whole series is very like heavy into philosophy. So if you're ready for some hardcore Nietzsche, oh, so it's like heavy on the Nietzsche. Yeah, it's very heavy. All right. Well, listen, I've always liked some Nietzsche. You know, I I always thought I was the center of the universe, and Nietzsche said I was. So no one all right crystal you should you should talk about philosophy jokes just don't hit all right i get it well i'm gonna let the episode explain the gun steve Okay. wait is there a gun that like did a dog eat a fruit and become a gun no 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 happen so since steve has has opened the door i'll i'll explain the guns the specialized detectives the the special task force they have guns to keep in line uh one the criminals that assist them and two, to be able to take in the criminals that they are after. But basically, one, they are locked to their specific user. Um, so only the specialized detectives can fire them off. Mm-hmm. And they have to be checked out and checked back in to the box that is brought onto the scene. Um, and two, it can only fire at somebody with a high crime coefficient as a safety precaution against firing against... Hmm an innocent bystander or and also to like both of those features are used to try to help prevent them being turned against their user now couldn't you argue that based on the the scenario you set up if someone had a gun pointed at them they'd get nervous enough to raise their coefficient yes no so here's where they're not entirely clear and i don't entirely blame them because to try to quantify the psychology of a criminal into a number mm-hmm. is one of the things that the series explores as to how it's kind of flawed. Okay. Um, because stress within a singular situation. And if I recall correctly, the first episode does actually address this. Um, first or second episode, one, one of them, uh, depending on the level of stress within a singular situation. Yes. 
your crime coefficient can rise because you are extremely stressed and you are more likely to do something extreme when you are backed into a corner of a highly stressful situation. Um, the other episode I picked out also explores an aspect, um, but we will get into that. I would suggest a pause in between episodes. Not necessarily like a comeback to recording type pause, but All right. um, a, a pause between episodes for a quick rundown as to a couple of key things between episode one and episode 11. Fair enough. We can do that. Um, all right. So, Knight, based on the premise, I'm, I'm guessing you've never heard of the show before. Nada. <laughs> what are your initial impressions based on the, what you've heard? Um, I don't know what to think <laughs> of this, to be honest. Oh, okay. I, I, I could only focus on guns, and that immediately made me think of Black Cat and his gun. So I was like, but we're not watching that. <laughs> it, it, correct. We are not watching Black Cat. This is very much not Black Cat. It's not Black Cat. I don't even know what Black Cat is, so I'm going to assume it's... It's an anime manga. It, it's another anime. Manga. It is one of the anime that Knight enjoys. D yeah, yes, I love that anime. I also like the series, and I hate that the anime was shortened. I'm sorry. Sean, what do you... What, uh, coming into this with literally no knowledge, what are your thoughts? Wow, that's presumptuous. <laughs> well, I, I, I said before, if you'd heard of the show, jump in. And your silence was my uh, acceptance of the answer that you have no idea about the show. Hence, that's first what of the, all. Okay. First of all, don't tell me what to do. Second of all. <laughs> wow. I have not heard of this program. It sounds interesting. <laughs> that and, said, mm -hmm. the, 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 uh, Debate of sub versus dub will rear its head uh, because uh -huh. I am currently out of Adderall. So let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, most importantly of all, where's your treasure buried, Sean? Where is it? South of the border. Um, I'm not going to expose myself. <laughs> <laughs> What what is with the pirate hat? What is the occasion? It's just I want to you want to wear. All right, let's not. What are you talking pirate. about? You're wearing Mickey a pirate put it hat. There, obviously. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> is this a third personality we haven't seen yet? Are we going to see Pirate Sean tonight too? No. You're not seeing Pirate Sean right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not wearing a pirate hat. Sean intends to watch pirates after we're done recording. Are, are you missing that breeze around your head or is it feeling warm today? I, I am due for a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just not going to acknowledge the hat at all. I, I, yeah. I have what hat? I have a feeling before the night is over. We're I love how for our listeners, it's just Matt being gaslit over a hat. <laughs> For those of you playing the home lighting. game, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm not gaslighting. Are you? For those of you playing the home game, Sean is wearing a pirate hat, and I want to know why. And he seems to not want to tell, like, acknowledge the hat. Acknowledge. So my assumption is going to be that it's another personality because Mickey got bored in there alone. He was lonely, so Sean had to make another personality to to keep him occupied. 
This is how it's it spins out of control. That's what, you, okay. that's what you want the situation to be, Matt. That's what you oh, want dear. the situation to be. Uh, you are projecting that. You are projecting that. That is not the case whatsoever. Mickey and I are one. And we are happy. And we are perfectly fine. And there's no third personality in there. He's in denial. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for agreeing, Hondo. Season one. Episode one, crime coefficient. Don't turn your back on Jupiter. God damn it. <laughs> you jinxed me, Knight. <laughs> you, you, you said that the, the soundboard wouldn't work, and it didn't goddamn work. To be fair, you had to leave yay! and come back. <laughs> Why are you saying yay about that? It worked. <laughs> Everything's coming up aces, baby. <laughs> Allow me to break the ice. <laughs> there we go. Tonight's forecast. Season one, episode <laughs> one of Psychopaths. Crime coefficient. <laughs> no one say anything. I'm looking for it. Anything. Oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate all of you. <laughs> hey, Matt, why can't you send a duck to space? Uh-oh. Why, Steve? Why can't you send a duck to space? <laughs> because the bill would be astronomical. How to break an entire podcast. <laughs> Sean and Knight are entertained at the very least. Steve, I fucking love you. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, I, I hope you're happy, Steve. There's a part of me that'll never get back. It's just gone now. It's dead. It makes you feel better. I'm an engineer. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that scene? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the show is just just broken. <laughs> I don't even know if I can continue. Whew. All right, we're gonna soldier on. Jesus, here we go. You want me to get Mr. Disney out of the freezer? Give me some words of encouragement, no. Matt. <laughs> No, we're good, Mickey. <laughs> good, because he's really politically correct anyways. <laughs> Sounds like you're crying. <laughs> Steve, first impressions, go. Uh, these aren't my first impressions, because I've seen this before. So, <laughs> All right. Well, you know of uh, this interpretation, um, this this watch, this viewing. Uh, it's a hard it's a hard show to um, do with two episodes because there's so much that goes on in the background. There's a lot of character development. There's a lot of things that kind of play off each other, and there's a lot of questions that get asked along the way. So it does. It's it's because it's also like a part mystery part action 
and it takes all these different themes and tries to play it off of um, different episodes. Not every episode is like it's not every episode is like an action. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things that go on, but they also try to like build up the characters to do something different. Like the inspector yeah. has an episode where she goes like into this virtual world and they do this whole thing about her. And uh, I, I, back then it's a very depressing time in my life. I don't know. I, I, I liked it. Cause I was like, Oh, well, what's she going to do? And then like, she had like a persona and it was like a thing. <laughs> so for those well, playing the home game, Matt and I are not laughing at Steve's thoughts. We are laughing sure because so. Sean turned his camera back on to a flamingo in a pirate hat holding a, a sign that I, I cannot read. read. You can't read the sign. Um, but he doesn't have the headphones, so surely Sean has the headphones. Yeah. Maybe. If I make it smaller, no, I can't. I can't. Right. Maybe it's an NFT. <laughs> Pirate flamingo. All right. Um, uh, questionable interpretations of Descartes aside, you know, because a, I, I can only determine I had a or two. I don't know what the bottom three words are. Yeah. Well, we tried. My eyes are not good enough for that. Um, I have to say, like. I mean, did he is is he just annoying that he doesn't understand what Descartes actually meant about decision making? So he's one <laughs> like, of those villains that likes taking um philosophy and and applying it uh, uh, yeah applying no. it to to his own to his own interpretation of what he what he has determined is the correct interpretation. That's fair. Um, so he doesn't entirely care what Descartes was actually trying to posit with his philosophy. Fair. Um, I'm relatively sure the man who says, I think, therefore I am, took decision making very, very seriously. He's a bit of a psychopath. Well, uh, yes, yeah. I, I, I kind of figured that. And that was what we were kind of hinting at before. Like, right. Psychopaths are somehow unreadable because well, they don't so have emotion or don't have it's in well no the sociopath is the term that you're looking for for don't process emotion that's true I did uh, say or emotional stimuli um i don't remember off the top of my head if they did if they outright say whether or not he is a sociopath or not assumedly he is because his crime coefficient if anything only ever sinks in this episode um because it starts out when she gives the initial reading at like 48 and then it's 35 and then it's like 26 and then it's like zero so like it, it this particular episode helps highlight that um the civil system absolutely is not perfect in any way shape or form because by the civil system's logic and readings He's fine. He is not a criminal. He can be allowed to walk in the world. But by what the human interpretation stands by and by what Akane sees, he is a murderer. He also has well, a list of crimes that he is the wanted suspect for. So by the, the human aspect, the human judgment system, he needs to be tried in a court of law at the very least. Mm. 
but the civil will, system doesn't say that. I will make the argument that several philosophers, uh, Nietzsche being the one, you know, the most uh, prevalent, uh, have have argued that sociopathy is the next stage of evolution. Being able to divorce emotions from decision making is the ultimate evolution and what we should all strive for. So maybe he is okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, um, if we're going to talk philosophy, I was going to go all in. All right. Uh, listen, no, I'm totally down for it because um, arguably, yes, that should have been the philosopher that he quoted. Like, but that, I, I again, I also don't remember if they ever determined that. Um, he is specifically a sociopath or like a diagnosed psychopath as far as like from the reader's point of view you know the the whole bird's eye omnipotent view of what every character has going on with themselves that's fair and and that's what the but the argument is that like this ai especially an ai that can't interpret emotion cannot read the context of a situation read Correct. that uh, a woman who was just raped of course is going to have a higher she she's gonna have shit going on you know what i mean Steve, like do you remember if she was assaulted i don't think she was i'm sorry i'm talking about the, the woman in the beginning oh well, yes. I'm, I'm making a oh. comparison where her she's very much assaulted uh, yes where, the, the woman in the first episode was yes yeah where, where she who you know went through all this and then of course her coefficient be higher but an ai can't see that and AI is just her interpreting data which is exactly right. what a sociopath would do they can only right. interpret data and one of my favorite quotes of all time from 30 Rock is, what's wrong, Pete? You look like that card that the doctor told me means sad. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I know that line's not supposed to be funny, but I can't. No, it's very funny. funny. Tina Fey is a brilliant writer, and I will argue with anyone. She's one of the funniest women alive. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. Um, we can go into that later. Um, but yeah, like. A machine can't, you know, a machine, of course, is going to see cold logic as, 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 you know, right. Fine. It, it's, it's only processing what it's been programmed to process, exactly. which then leads to the flaw of the, the Sybil system, the, this crime coefficient ranking that they have. Well, it's everything. It's anything and everything. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, you know, the same kind of theme you would see in, in iRobot, in, uh, in a lot of things where it's like you need a human's emotion, like emotional decisions. And I know this is hard for you, Crystal, because you don't, you know, you know, this is, this is a robot. Emotional beep, decisions beep. don't make sense. But sometimes they are the right ones, even if it's for the wrong reasons, because well, they're right. So it also becomes a question of what is the logical decision versus what is the moral decision? It's fair. Uh, in this particular episode, arguably, they would be one and the same. However. They rarely are. How much is that colored by the bias of the human mind and, and human empathy? Yeah, I mean, listen, let's talk about, you know, that that the comparison in iRobot, which was that, you know, there's a road there. A car went over a cliff or went into the into the into the river. And the robot could only save one of them. And it determined that uh, one character had a 30% chance, who was an adult male, to, mm. be, to, to live. And then the robot looked at a little girl who was sitting in the passenger seat and determined she only had a 20% chance to live. So the robot was like, oh, I'm going to save the dude because he has a higher chance to live. Not right. going after a six-year-old girl. Is that the right, right choice? 
Crystal the robot, what do you think? Well, so here's the thing. As much as we crack jokes that I'm a robot. No, I'm, I would, I'm, I'm not being it, a damn No, I know. I, I know. This is... uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, jerk. I'm clarifying for people playing the home game. <laughs> as, mu- as much as we crack jokes that I am a robot, um, the, the moral decision would be to save the little girl. Of course. But, but also the argument would be save the little girl because since the adult male has a 30% chance to live, arguably there's also a at least small percentage chance that he will get himself out of that situation or at least has a better chance of getting himself out of that situation than the six-year-old girl that's fair now Um, we're analyzing too much into it but you know i get get yes um Um, but at the same time like anybody that's watched the movie can understand why the robot made that decision because it went with the higher probability as it was programmed to do exactly Anyhow, good, good, uh, uh, you know, moral choices or moral philosophy. I like it. Um, I don't know what uh, Sean the uh, Sean the flamingo Flamingo. pirate flamingo has to say. I wish I could read that sign. I really do. Yeah, I I desperately wish I could read that. (laughs) Um, Night. You have been awfully quiet. Any thoughts? like Blade Runner meets The Boys meets Suicide Squad. And I could see that. It's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Especially with technology obviously not evolving. All technology is not evolving in this world at the same pace that it probably should. (laughs) It's very true. It's very, very focused on the trigger than anything that, else it, it yeah there is also the argument to be made that they are equipped for enforcement not for um evacuation and uh emergency medical assistance so they have enough to stem bleeding but not a robot to remove bullets on the uh, on site, which arguably you shouldn't do anyway because it's not I, a sterile just environment. Saying if you have a gun that can automatically transform its form based on the hostility level of another individual, you should have a, a robot be able to <laughs> take Feel care more than hold a blood bag. Yes, I, I, I do agree with you. Yes. Um, what I, I those f- robotic dogs. <laughs> what I find most fascinating about this episode, this show is that it's actually exactly where we're headed and we're already there there's i actually have another oh please go for it i'm tired of seeing the same damn character in every anime and it's (laughs) one guy who doesn't fucking talk a whole lot but he wears glasses and he has one hair just going straight down his face like it doesn't fucking bother him that's too much his name always starts with a k (laughs) <laughs> Still, God damn it. But but this guy's name starts with a G for the Romanized. <laughs> That's really annoying. How you, he's in every anime. You? He's a he's an Oran High School Host Club. He's a there's a, a whole bunch of other shit that he's that I've seen this character in and I can't think of the names. How do you deal with one hair in front of your face? That's really annoying. 
And then the girl has a friggin' bowl cut. Someone put a bowl on her head and cut her hair. That's what you that is. You leave Akane alone. <laughs> I mean... She no one like said she... Stranger Things. <laughs> My god. No one You're said she wrong. was fashion forward. They just said she was the top of her class in the academy. And I had I found that very hard to believe. Once again, she was it like, cycles, it, what? <laughs> well, so once again, it cycles back to theory versus practice. She seemed because, very out of her element. Hmm. Exactly. Because and anything very. can be taught in theory. But once it has to be applied, that's where you see who actually knows what needs well, to be done. Or I would imagine that in her in, in the academy, they know about these guns and then they're just like, oh yes, this is that gun that Yes, but it's a different measure the level of it. I don't know. Like I feel like you're supposed to be trained through simulation, not the actual gun holding, but like they prepare you with simulations. She was just like, what? Well again, the so here's the thing, right? And, and this actually is um something that uh police force uh police departments deal with there's a difference between training and and the firing range and getting somebody used to holding a gun and trying to mentally prepare them to point it at someone that's i'm not talking about her pointing the gun at someone i'm talking about her picking up the gun for the first time and just being completely overwhelmed by this ai that she should be trained with especially since it's taking place in the future I mean, it makes an interesting point. How much do you, shouldn't you be trained with how these things are to react? You you, you yeah, should shouldn't be. you be like not reacting again, to your emotions if we're if we're measuring the hostility level of another person based off their how psycho they are. I mean, I guess the the pitch I would I would think that's coming from these this this organization that built this AI is that you don't have to do the thinking anymore. Just let the gun do the thinking. All you have to do is react. Basically, yes. It's the gun will make the determination on whether or not um so which makes something me needs not to understand down. how she's at the top of her class because she's basically doing the opposite it's a good point it's a very because point. you can test well and not apply the knowledge from that test but these tests aren't the same as like tests these days it's in the future these tests could be different also wouldn't she be, be screened by the system to know she yeah. would react this way no, because all that does is tell you whether or not somebody's a latent criminal with a potential for hostility. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the system cannot read thoughts and intent. As you the, as the guy said in the second episode that we viewed today, as so the uh, who, Mikashima said, it cannot so the determine first, the will of someone. So the woman who was uh, assaulted, she was a criminal? It, the, the coefficient is calculated off of things that determined she was stressed enough to be a latent criminal to determine that she could psychologically snap and go on at a time. So then how is the main character not measured either? The, the, the police force is measured at regular intervals (laughs) to make sure on whether or not they need therapy. (laughs) Um, I would like to, I mean, I'll save it. Uh, anything else before we move to voting? Yeah, she can... would be an 8Xer or a 10Xer. In Steve, Thank you. what? What is... Are we talking about Jeeps? Because I don't know anymore. 
This all hurts my brain. Steve. Yes. Psychopath, binge worthy. Why or why not? Uh, come back to me last because I'm the guy. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Knight. Psychopath, binge worthy. Why or why not? Nah. Nah? Okay. Why? Nah. I. Like with these two episodes, I guess going from like the first to I guess this is the eleventh episode. Is mm-hmm. that, that what that was? Was I was yes. too much, too much of a jump for me. Like I don't know how the guy I lost track of in the first episode, we completely lost him in the eleventh episode. I don't know where the fuck he was at, and just the whole measuring of oh, you are a criminal, you're not a criminal, but you could be a criminal, and then it's just I, it was too much <laughs> for. 1 to 11. Maybe if it was 1-2 episode, maybe it would be better, but even the beginning of the episode, I understood what they were doing. They were using Akane as a way to be, to explain, like, oh, this is the gun that measures the level of your psychopaths. But I liked it at the same time. It was so much information that I was like, I am dissociating right now, and I can't focus on this. And then it just how this is like Akane's first thing and she was very like wait please stop don't do this to to the guys she's supposed to be working with who are supposed to be executing these missions with her I I was having a hard time really connecting and wanting to watch more so yeah yeah all right well Crystal, I don't know if this will help or make you feel any better, but for the first time, and may God strike me down, the one I don't believe in, if I ever <laughs> say this again, I'm going to say it's binge-worthy. I am intrigued. I want to learn more, know more. And um, while I probably won't watch it, I will definitely find these scripts online and read them. There, uh, there's be- a manga too, Matt, if you would, if uh, you would no. rather. No? No, I'm good. I'll read, I'll read the transcript. I'm, okay. I'm totally down for that. But, uh, you know, I can't, you know, there's some things I can't do, but I'm intrigued by the story. And, you know, it, it, it's it's amazing that uh, the one thing that really got me was that it treats people like we treat them now, which is data. All people are data points. And right now we only use that data to sell them shit. And maybe that's because I did that job for so long. Um, but, you know, it's fascinating to me that what it can be used for and what the future is and scary at the same time. So for all those reasons, I will say, yes, it is binge worthy. I don't know if that makes the, the loss a little bit more palatable, but that's, that's all I got. Uh, Steve, you are the yeah. man with the knowledge. Yeah. It's the old park and bark for me. <laughs> Leave. And bark. Uh, please bark. shower us with your wisdom and no more jokes. That's okay, all I so- ask. Yeah. Okay. Well, this show can be depressing spaghetti in season two. <laughs> that, and, that's very uh, true. What does that mean? Uh, it's like when you get when you're depressed when you're so depressed you get upsetty and need some spaghetti. <laughs> Why? I just. <laughs> okay. You asked. I just answer you. Continue. Question. Continue, please. All right, my brother in Christ. I will continue. Um. <laughs> Sometimes don't I forget be... Steve's a meme lord. I don't know how I forget. <laughs> well, you know, we're physically in, mentally out. So <laughs> <you're> in, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit poster supreme. 
No doubt. No doubt. Anywho, um, please continue, um, sir. Sorry. Yeah. So I'd say it's, uh, yeah, like I said, it, it requ- the show requires a heavy investment. So if you're not, uh, if you don't want to think about it, it can be kind of a show that you, you can't really like not pay attention to. It kind of requires your full attention. So um, I really liked it when I watched it, but I watched it, I don't know, I think three or four years ago. And um you know, I'd recommend it to anybody who really likes the kind of enjoy a show that's kind of like the show was like, I don't know, it's very, it's still very popular. I'm gonna pull up the stats for it. Is it still on or is it like over and done? No, nah, it's, it's over. It's, it, over. it's, it's over, over now, but okay. yeah, it, it does still have a have a fan base. So I got a text from Sean mm-hmm. that just says a duck is a good meal in the biblical sense. I don't know if that's what's written on the sign, but that's all the response I got. <laughs> I can hazard a guess as to what he's referring to, though. Anywho. Uh, but yeah, this came out in 2013, started in 2012. It's the number 79th most popular all time and 133rd highest rated of all time, according to Damn. Uh, any list, which is one of the more more reputable anime reputable sites yeah Yeah. so i'd say it's up there i mean even the movies were really good i think the movie came out is the movie like uh uh like is it after this or is it like take place during the continuum or is it completely separate Uh, 2019 was when the movie came out the other 2019 Um, 2019 2019, there's a system case three And it was like a military-based one that was really interesting. Um, it's like an hour movie. Uh, I production IG made it. I remember Bad it being drinks. really good. Yeah, and I remember it being really good. It's still rated pretty high. Um, but I'd say like, man, season two, season three was really weird. I remember that season mm-hmm. three like went off the rails, and then season, I mean, season two was fair. really gory. This is this is a little off the rails in in, in and of itself. I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, like how more off the rails could it actually get? Um, I say the show tends to get very like, like they they tend to use like philosophy to kind of justify what the characters' end goals are, and then that that kind of gets like a little odd sometimes because it doesn't match up to exactly what you would think a philosopher's original intent of the what a philosopher was saying. But the show shows you that you. It's like an unreliable narrator and unreliable source throughout the entire series. Yeah. So you really have to think about it in context of being like, well, I'm not really trusting what the narrator or people are telling me in the series because not everyone's telling the truth. They just believe what they want to believe to justify their own ends. Fair enough. Okay. So if you like if you like that, it, and if you really want to have a throwback, um, it's loosely based off of some themes from an old BBC audio drama called um, sorry, pull it up, The Once and Future King. So anyway, fun fact. Good to know. All right. Well, uh, I am intrigued. Uh, I don't know. I have no other other uh, comments. Um, uh, Crystal, do you have any response before we move on? I, I mean, there's not really much defense I can give for. I I, I don't want to. There's not much defense I can give for. Show makes my brain hurt. <laughs> like, I, I get it at the same All time. Right, though. Fair. 
Um, which is one of the reasons why I was debating on even bringing it tonight. But at the same time, I figured I might as well at least get this one out of the way. Um, <laughs> just, just throw it to the wolves. Well, well, because like like I said, it's it's a heavy show. Oh, it's very heavy. That's absolutely um, true. Yes, it, it's dealing with a lot of um concepts that which ironically enough because we were talking about triggers earlier in the episode before we watched the show mm -hmm. um it, it has a lot of things that run into triggers for a lot of people like right out the gate episode one can it like basically needs a trigger warning for anybody who um has issues uh absorbing media content with uh SA. Mm. Um even then also anybody who's uncomfortable with gore in any way, shape, or form. It's arguably not easy. Somebody's arm explode. Into a shower of blood. <sighs> that's fair now i have the <laughs> we gotta i gotta figure out how do we segue to a closing where we get to like pitch that we're doing a live show in in three <laughs> weeks from oh yeah someone exploded into a shower of blood well speaking of stress laxing oh, why don't no. you come and join us <laughs> no, no stop no no cap stop. <laughs> oh god and bring your breath Card Bordeaux to our live stream. I will say August that 2nd, this is 8 PM. the heaviest show that I have on my list. So uh, now that we've gone through this one, and it does lessen the blow a little bit for you to have said, for, for you, Matt, to have said, yes, I am intrigued. Okay, because while I do I, acknowledge I that I probably won't be able to get you to like sit down and watch it. No. Um, I'm going to read it. I want to know. Yeah. But the fact that you have any interest at all is a win in my book. Considering I, I it. how <laughs> anti-anime you are. <laughs> yeah, Which right, I don't well. blame you considering that the, the main exposure that you've had to anime is like Dragon Ball Z and One Piece. And those are oh. fucking out there. That's that is. Yeah. I, I'm going to try to pick, you know, I'll, I'll try to, I'll, I'll give my, my most out there show and we'll do a comparison to fucking some <laughs> of the out there animes. Um, that being said, yeah, we have a live show coming up in, in, uh, on August 2nd at 8 PM. Uh, please all stop by, uh, help Eastern us vote Standard on what, time. Yes. EST, <laughs> uh, help us vote on what we are. Oh, Sean texted again. What is it? Oh, that's exactly what the sign said. Apparently Boy. a duck is a good meal. Anywho, I don't know. Don't, don't, don't. Sure. We'll, we'll say that's what that says. Steve, sure. if I pitch to you for final thoughts, are we going to get a repeat of what happened when we did the transition? I don't know. It might be a flop error. <laughs> All right, Steve, final thoughts. Um,. trying to think i like the cut of your jib, matt 
Oh, thank you. Okay, good. All right, I can I can live with that. <laughs> Night crystal. Anything to add? Uh, if a cat is falling off a table while you were in the middle of picking it up, just let the cat fucking fall. Otherwise, it will scratch the shit out of your hand, whether intentionally or not. <laughs> I feel like, like this, is, this is this like is uh. That. Oh shit! What? I... Or you know, just get a dog. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a safer bet, dog. I mean, even dogs scratch the shit out of you too sometimes, but. Yeah, but I don't think you have to worry too much about a big dog getting on your table. That's very true. No, it mm, depends if on you, the big dog. If you have a German Shepherd or like a giant, like, you know, bull mastiff on your table, you have other problems. Listen, I'm just saying big dogs forget that, like, they don't realize that they're big dogs. No. No, they do not. And and Knight should be well aware of this. <laughs> I, well, I've my, known some giant my dogs. My Alaskan Malamute bear dog doesn't go jumping on tables. So I'm not on say. tables. Don't but he punch doesn't beat. me. <laughs> he does beat you up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't really compete with that. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm sorry that what happened with the cat. I didn't even know As, you had a cat. It Ed. sounds like a personal problem. Yes, having a cat is a personal problem. I will say that. It, yes, just like not wanting to think about things that you are consuming is a personal problem, Knight. I... <laughs> what? What? What is she consuming? I don't know. Uh-oh. Media, yeah. Matt. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> oh. Just, just, just the silence. Ready, ready. Just, no, just like, I'll just, it... I'll, I'll be here in my corner, unfunny, unwanted. I just... <laughs> See, that's the funniest thing you said all night. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know.